Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténgase alejado de las puertas. It's a small world after all. Wait, guys, who sings this song? Sherman Brothers. Yeah, let's keep it that way. Welcome to episode 123 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the his on the Sherman Brothers. So let's talk a little bit about the Sherman Brothers. Iconic Disney characters. Uh, well, they're not really di- characters, but no. I mean, I guess they are kind of characters, right? Not I mean, really. the characters. When you go to store, I'm like, hey, Alex is a character. I guess, yeah. Right, but they're uh, iconic Disney People? legends. Legends. They're legends. Human beings. Human beings. And uh, they've made a lot of music, you know, for the Disney company, and they work very closely with Disney. Yes. Um, have you guys seen Saving Mr. Banks, uh, Jen? Yes. And I know we're not talking about Saving Mr. Banks, but it kind of went into the relationship with Walt Disney and the Sherman Brothers. Yeah. Um, what can you... Do you guys want to say anything about the Sherman, Sherman Brothers, Jen? Well, they're definitely iconic, you know, just like a huge, important piece of you know, the whole Disney history as a whole. I mean, Mm -hmm. you think about their absence would have put the Disney company on such a different path because they just had their hands in so many different movies. And, and I mean, you could just go on and on about their impact. So huge part of it. Definitely um, love all of the songs that, you know, they've touched or created. And so I'm a big fan. How about you, Chris? Do you have anything to say about the Sherman Brothers? Okay, Chris, I have a question for you. Who wow. can you relate to the Sherman Brothers now? Uh, Kanye West. I mean, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, di- <laughs> okay, Disney. Oh, Disney. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, you know what? The, the thing about it is the Sherman Brothers are so unique and one of a kind, and I feel like all their music is one of a kind. And now that like the the sound of Disney music is now – I don't know. Like, it's hard to think. What if they? What if Walt didn't discover the Sherman Brothers? Like, who would fill that void? It's kind of it's kind of hard to even imagine uh, what music would sound like in Disney movies without them. Now, it's it's crazy to think about. Yeah, not only music. I mean, not only like movies. We're talking about rides, also. I mean, yeah, they they played a big part in the in the rides. Um, how about you, Alex? What do you think? Can you do you, do you think there's anyone that they can you can compare the Sherman Brothers to now in present time? No, I don't know a single artist that makes Disney music just Disney music nowadays but um like he said you can't compare them to anyone because there's no one like them they were amazing artists and they even had a life after disney and we'll get into that in the history but they were i think no matter what even if walt didn't discover them they would have had a role somewhere else mm-hmm. uh and chat in our discord chat right now if you are wanting to join our patreon for as low as two dollars a month you can go ahead and join our discord chat you can join in on our live shows, we do our live shows uh, on Wednesday, 6.30 Eastern Time. On Wednesday, those $2 a month you can join. And right now in chat, uh, someone said Alan Menken. But, I mean, he's not really recent, I would say, right? I was going to say uh, Randy Newman. Oh. Uh, not Ran- yeah, Randy Newman. Is Randy like really- Newman. Yeah. He's up there. But, but you almost can't, you can't really compare them because they're, I mean, maybe Randy Newman a little bit more than Alan Menken. Because Alan Menken definitely um, did things outside of the Disney universe, you know, before doing things in it. 
Randy Newman did the same, but probably wasn't as well known. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, he wasn't. He wasn't a, and that's not really recent. Uh, Ryan said Lin Manuel might be the next one, and I think he's right. If he continues on the path he's going, making Disney movies every couple of years, he will probably be the next person closely linked to Disney with making music and lyrics and songs. Yeah, that's a good point. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day. Let's get to the his on the Sherman Brothers. Beautiful tomorrow. Just a dream away. Well, it sounds pretty good. In fact, that's just the right spirit. Our songwriters, Dick and Bob Sherman of the Walt Disney Studio. Robert and Richard Sherman, known as the Sherman Brothers, wrote iconic melodies and songs for Disney. Their first hit single was in 1958 and officially joined the Disney Company in 1961. Since then, they have written countless songs. Robert and Richard are known as an amazing duo, enshrined in Disney history forever. They won many awards during their careers, ranging from the Academy Awards to the Grammys. Their melodies will live on forever, not only in the Disney parks, but in our hearts, since they wrote the tunes to classic Disney movies. So, I, didn't, I had no idea they won Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. Are we going to talk They're about Disney this? legends? No, I don't talk about any of their awards at all in the history. Let's talk about where do you see the Sherman par- uh, brothers in the parks? Where do we see well, them? Yeah. Go ahead, Jen. I was going to say, I'm getting ready to drop a picture in um, chat that, because I was thinking, oh, I messed up. Um, Disney archives. That picture, that's. Um, that's a Hollywood an, uh, Studios, that, right? No, 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 no. This is out in Burbank. Um, but that is their um, slab from, I don't remember where, it's not from Hollywood Boulevard, but that's actually in the Disney archives. And that's their, maybe it's from, hell, I have no idea where it's from, <laughs> but that's kind of cool. Um, and they do have Disney Legends plaques at the archives as well. So um, that was kind of there. There is a very heavy presence at the studios in California. See, I thought this was also from Hollywood Studios, too, because I think at one man's where was that, Jen? And Adam probably knows what we're talking about here. Where was that at Hollywood Studios where you were able to go walk through? You can see like, you know, Disney's pencil and all these. uh, There was like a like a walkthrough attraction. I know it's not. Was it one man's dream? Or I think it was like, uh, it wasn't one man's dream though. Do you know what I'm talking about? Was it back in the, before the animation building was made into, um, whatever Star Wars it is now? Maybe. I, maybe. I just remember kind of doing like a walkthrough and there was like a bunch of things about the Sherman brothers. I thought I saw the picture that you posted in dis in discord right now. Um, but they, maybe they had like a replica of what you posted. Um, so yeah, that's a whole animator studio that's in the archives, which is out at the studios in Burbank. So, mm-hmm. but I don't have what I was hoping I had, which was their little um, Disney Legends plaque. But I don't see that in my mm-hmm. in my pictures. Where, so. Where's that displayed? The Legends plaque. Uh, it's in the actual studios itself. Oh. Um, so it's kind of they look like this. Um, they, for the people that are listening, there's this big plaza that has all these plaques on it and it's out at the studios in Burbank. It's not something that's open, um, to the public people that do D23, um, tours and things like that. When you're out there, um, you have the ability to see these things. So it's kind of really cool because the archives is part of that. And, um, 
So it's really neat to kind of see a lot of things that aren't available to the general public. We just got lucky when we were out there and, you know, we're able to do all of this stuff. So yeah, yeah, it is pretty cool. And I think it was where Star Wars Launch Bay used to be. That's where um, Ryan said in chat. I think over there, that's where they used to kind of have the, the walkthrough. Where that's you can what see I was thinking of. of. I couldn't yep. think of the name Launch Bay. Yeah. And, you know, my mem- I'm not going to share my memory of the Sherman Brothers, but my favorite place to see the Sherman Brothers in the park is over at Carousel <laughs> Progress. They have the video outside when you're waiting. And you can see the uh, they have Walt, you know, kind of Walt walks over uh-huh. to the Sherman Brothers and they're at the piano. And then I think that he even says, play it, boys. And they play right outside the Carousel Progress. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they kind of go into it. It's his- always so loud out there. It's hard to hear that. Huh. Yep. Robert and Richard Sherman were born in New York City to Russian Jewish immigrants. Their father, Al Sherman, was an accomplished songwriter and composer. Robert and Richard were born to be artists. They were, in fact, fourth-generation musicians. As the boys grew up, their family moved quite often, but they found themselves in Los Angeles during their high school years. At age 16, Robert wrote an acclaimed stage play named Armistice and Dedication Day, as well as produced radio. Both Sherman brothers served in the military after high school, and both were relieved of duty due to injuries. Richard and Robert attended New York's Bard College, and after graduating, their father challenged them to write a song. Al went to the Sherman brothers' apartment and told them he bet they couldn't write a song that kids would want to purchase. The song that the two brothers would go on to write would be Gold Can Buy You Anything But Love in 1951 which was recorded by Gene Autry. The two referred to that event as a challenge and attribute it to their success. By 1958, the Sherman brothers wrote a few hits and decided to establish Music World Corporation. That same year, they had a top 10 hit named Tall Paul, sung by former Mouseketeer Annette Funicello. Walt Disney became interested in the songwriting duo and decided to hire them to write a song for Annette in his upcoming film, Horsemasters. The brothers jumped at the opportunity and wrote the strumming song. Jimmy Johnson, the head of the Walt Disney Music Company, brought the Sherman Brothers in to see Walt to present their work. Walt was busy working on The Parent Trap, but decided to take a break to listen. He was pleased with the song, so much so that Johnson then offered the brothers to write a song for The Parent Trap. They left that meeting with an assignment to write the opening title song. The strumming song became the first official Disney hit. Can we just appreciate here, yet again, I mean, we talk all the time about Walt's eye and how he's able to really not take a lot of time to pinpoint something um, innovative or successful or talent in this case. And that, you know, just from uh, a brief meeting and hearing a song that, you know, some artists that he hired in passing, because he's got all these projects going on at this point in time. And then, you know, kind of hones in on them and is like, all right, let's it. Let's go ahead and, you know, get these people on the song and what happens afterwards is just yet again, another hit for uh, Disney. Crazy. And he was working on the parent trap. I had no idea Lindsay Lohan was that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, uh, she's like, she has the, t- um, the time turner, you know, from Harry it's Potter. Re- yeah. She's really good for her age. Yeah. Hey, so let's talk about, you know, two brothers yes. who are just starting out their career. Right. Uh-huh. They're going to meet Disney. Yes. Right? Can you think about how nervous they were? And then yeah. they went into this meeting, or they went into this randomly, not not randomly, but it wasn't even a sure thing they were going to meet Disney that day, right? Right. And they go in there, and they play the song, and Disney's like, you're in. You're on. Just make 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 a song for this, what, what we're working on right now, this movie that we're working on. Make a song for it. Yeah. Can you imagine how cool, like, you woke up that morning, you, you like, had, it was just, like, two brothers, you know, walking in this place, and that is the, you know... The start of being iconic Disney legends. Mm-hmm. That moment right there. Isn't that crazy? 
Yeah, it's crazy. And like they always do. They probably made a song. Well, they did make a song and it was a good song because Walt liked it and used it. And as they always do, Walt tells them, make a song for me. And they do it. And he loves it every single time. <laughs> do you think he just loves it because it's him who brought him on? Like it was like he found these things. Like if it was someone else, like, oh, they're right. all right, you know, but it's because like he comes up with like these really cool ideas. Do you think that's the reason why he just loves it? And, like, even if it was bad, you know, he, he would be like, oh, that's good. And then because everyone else thinks like Walt Disney that says it's good, that everyone else thinks that, that it's good. Well, I would say because Disney became successful, no. Everything he says is good is actually good. Oh, I don't know about that. If you really think about it, I don't think there's – we really need to look into like some things that maybe Disney did that wasn't home runs. Oh, like flops? Yeah. There's a good amount of them. Well, that'd be kind Isn't of cool. there like a World War II like um... – Donald Duck? Yeah. Maybe that wasn't so popular. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of a cool, on a cool show be, to do, like yeah. Disney flops or something. Um, my favorite part about that story about the challenge is the fact that their dad comes home. Who's been a, he's an established songwriter already. He challenges his two sons to write a song. Right? If anybody came to you and challenged you to do anything, uh, and like say write a song, right? You write a song. Who would you have perform that song? I'd probably have like my plumber that I know can sing pretty well <laughs> sing the song. And this guy gets Gene Autry to sing it. Like that's a really big star back then. So they, they there's a little is fun it? little challenge. Gene Autry, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know who that is. Huge, yeah, huge country, country, right? Country singer. I have I can't no idea. Even say I... your age is showing or your your young age is showing, I'm Alex, bad. because Chris is younger than you and he knows Listen. who Gene Autry is. Well, what? there's a difference. His dad is old, and I'm very good at, at the Google. <laughs> Let's talk I'm about... really kind of intrigued about your singing plumber, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I mean, how does that happen? Is he just singing to himself as he's fixing the pipes in the house? or We have, we have very bad sewage problems. He's here a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about also how Alex is not very good with names. So I'm not good with names. True. I'm lucky he recognizes me when I walk up to the house. He's not like, who's that guy? <laughs> no, I'm great with faces. I'm amazing with faces. I'm bad with names. After the hit of the strumming song, Walt knew he had a great talent in front of him. After Walt and the brothers had a half an hour meeting extended to an hour and a half, Walt offered them a job. He signed the Sherman Brothers to an exclusive 10-year contract in 1960 as staff songwriters. Walt called Johnson and told him he should split their salaries between the studios and the music company, since all their future copyright hits will benefit both parties greatly. They would go on to write over 200 songs for films, television shows, and theme parks. After signing their contract, the Sherman Brothers wrote Medfield Fight Song, which was featured in the 1961 Absent-Minded Professor. While Richard and Robert worked at Disney, they became well-liked by their colleagues, as well as very close with Walt himself. They were well-known for being hard workers and go-getters, willing to accept the hardest of challenges, and prevailing. Walt loved their work so much, he asked them to start writing for his attractions at his parks. They wrote It's a Small World for the 1964-65 New York World State Fair, a song that today is regarded as the most performed song in the world since it is played in multiple parks on multiple continents from open to close. Also in 1965, their careers took off with their two Academy Awards and Best Original Score and Best Original Song in the hit Mary Poppins. Since then, they have been awarded nine Academy Awards, two Grammy Awards, and 23 Gold and Platinum albums. The brothers would work closely with Walt until his death in 1966. Over 200 songs. What's your favorite Crazy. one? Crazy. What's your favorite one, Jen? Oh, anything for Mary Poppins. You know that. Okay. How about you, Chris? What's, what's your favorite uh, Sherman Brothers song? Easily, easily I Want to Be Like You from Jungle Book. Okay. How about you, Alex? 
Chris stole mine. Oh. <laughs> you can still you use it. Like you can steal it. You can, still, you can still use that. I mean, it's your favorite song. It's not a kid's. Yeah. It's not his to own. I want to be like you. There we go. I found a I little what list here. What's mine? Joe's favorite song is probably the three of ours least favorite song. Go ahead. It's a small world. No, it's really ah. close though. I do one of, one of my favorite songs though is a park attraction ride. I like the Carousel Progress song. I like uh, it's a great big beautiful. Tomorrow. Oh, is that theirs? Of yeah. course, it's theirs. Yeah, I, I love that's that. a good song. I love that song. Yep, that's my favorite one. You know they did the Tiki yeah. Tiki Tiki Room. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's I mean that's I mean they. It's a crime against humanity. What? Did they write the Journey into Imagination? Ah, they did. One wow. little spark. Yes, yeah. one little spark. And that was pretty good too. I love oh, those. I mean, those are. Those... I didn't realize he wrote the Tiggers. Oh, they wrote the Tigger song too. This is giving yeah. me an idea. No. We should just do a show on attraction songs because you don't really think about it right now. Well, I, I guess, <laughs> but I mean, really focused on it, you know, because uh, you don't really realize how. Like, I mean, when you go to a parks, right? You have the smells of Disney. They trigger memories, right? And the songs also trigger memories for sure. Like when you think of Little Spark, I think of Figment. I think of um. You know, when you leave Figment and you have all the different activities that you can that you can do. And I think about the DVC club that's in there at, by the Figment ride. It is, the songs are really just almost as the songs are just as as important as the ride itself, I believe, I think. This is yeah. crazy. I didn't realize that they wrote all the different Winnie the Pooh songs, too. So you've got um, Heffalumps and Woozles and the wonderful thing about Tiggers. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yes. Looking at the list, these are also the only people that could that you would say, "Oh, they wrote this song and it not sounds super weird." Like "Kitty Witty Winkies" or <laughs> uh, or "Hip Hip Hooray" or "Heffalumps and Woozles." Yeah, like if I came up to you and I was like, "Hey guys, check out the song I just wrote," and it's like "Kitty Kitty Winkies," you'd be like, "What the heck?" <laughs> I have an arrest warrant out right away for you. The Aristocats. Yep. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Of course, feed the birds. That's probably one of my favorites. I know that was Walt's favorite too. Yeah, there's a lot. Very cool. Definitely, pretty much. It looks like everything in that time frame that they had their hands in somehow. They were so busy. I wonder when they slept. I know that you know a lot of these people who are like really successful, like Walt Disney. He probably like almost never slept. Yeah, think about it. Right, the animators. Remember, we've told the story a couple times on the show. The animators when they would go home from work, whatever you know, right. They used to, Walt used to come in when they were done yes. animating, and then they used to look at their ashtrays to see yep. where Walt was, because they you know he was a big smoker, and yep. he wherever he was stayed the most, he would have the most ashes in the ashtray, right. then, you know, Walt was looking at their drawings. Yes. This had to be when? When was this? Probably when people were sleeping, you know? You gotta think, these animators probably working really late anyway. Right. They were home, and he... He used to walk around the parks at night. So did he sleep a lot during the day? Like maybe he did. A lot of people. I think that he just didn't sleep very much. I think a lot of successful people don't sleep. Like Elon yeah. Musk, right? I, I was once read he at one point he was sleeping like six hours a day. Not six, not six hours. He was sleeping like like two hours a day or something like that. Like he doesn't sleep. Elon Musk. People who are like crazy successful don't sleep. And think about it. Like in order to be that successful, you really can't. Gotta be knocking things out. Yeah, man. Getting things done. Yeah. After the Sherman Brothers left Disney, they started freelance writing out of a studio in West Hollywood. Their first success was in 1968 with the movie Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Their original song, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, earned them a nomination for the Golden Globes and Oscars. In 1976, Richard and Robert Sherman were memorialized in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The brothers would work together producing countless movie scores and some musicals and screenplays. Their Tony-nominated Broadway musical, Over Here, was their highest-grossing project outside of motion picture scores. Eventually, Robert Sherman would move from California to London, 
but the brothers continued collaborating musically through email, fax, and phone. Later, it would be revealed that the two brothers were not very close. After Walt's death, they realized they were too different and stopped interacting outside of work. Though they collaborated and produced great work together, they were personally complete strangers. In 2000, the brothers worked for Disney on the Tigger movie. They had not worked on the Disney movie since 1983's Winnie the Pooh, A Day for Eeyore. The two brothers worked together until Robert's death in 2012. Richard worked for Disney again, this time without his other half. He wrote three brand new songs for the 2018 film Christopher Robin. On July 30th, 2018, Disney held an event to honor the Sherman brothers and their contribution to the long history and legacy of Disney. Soundstage A on the Walt Disney Studios lot was dedicated and renamed the Sherman Brothers Stage. The biggest takeaway is that even though they worked together, they weren't close at all. Their families didn't know each other. That's really strange yeah. for how it's perceived in the little snippets of things that you see about the Sherman Brothers, especially on Disney Plus. You know, it looks like they're attached at the hip. One would think their families would be as well. Right. Which is so weird. Did they ever do like an e-Hollywood story on them? No. I mean, they had the bo- documentary on them. I didn't watch it, though. No, we're going to have to watch that for sure. That's kind of interesting to know that I had no idea until like this part of history right here. I thought they were like close friends. And after watching Saving Mr. Banks, you would think that they were, right? I mean, in Saving Mr. Banks, they seemed like they were good friends. Because they were. It was after Walt's death that they stopped being friends. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Oh. I see. 200 songs? Yeah. That's a lot, a lot, a it lot. It is, of right? It is a lot. And not only that, in eight years. Think about Zorro. We know we did a couple of weeks ago, Zorro, right? How many episodes they filmed in such a short amount of time? It's right. like nonstop. Yeah. So that's something you don't, you know, you don't think about. You, because I think a lot of people who Walt is hiring has the same mindset as him. They're hard workers, right? Disney is a very focused person. What are you shaking your head no for? He's very focused, right? No, not that. And he's that. a hard worker, right? And mm-hmm. I think that he hired other hard workers. Who, who could we compare Walt Disney to like that you wouldn't work for? Like who's a, like a, like a big world star. Like it's almost like if you were a songwriter and, um, and uh, Justin Bieber from 2015 came up to you and said, would you like to write music for me? The stipulation is you're going to be very rich, but you have to work for me. Like you have to write like, hundreds of songs for me. I think anybody who's in the industry of writing songs is going to want to have that the attachments. Were with, you asked, uh, that's, were you, that's why they worked so hard for him. Were you asking who is like that now? Yeah, like oh. who would who would you drop anything oh, for? Elon Musk, I think, right? Yeah, Jeff, like if you wrote code um, or something. If you wrote code uh, and it was like, hey, Mark do you want to write code for Tesla? Like uh, George Lucas. Yeah, yeah. I think he's. Sure. I think he's past his time now. No, not George Lucas. The guy, the brothers who do Marvel. Uh, you know, George Lucas has no yeah. accomplishments, Joe. I don't think anybody would want to work <laughs> for him. <laughs> I think he's. Oh, I mean, I think though. I think it's time for the new in uh, out with the old and with the new. Right, I think he's past his. Well, time that's now. Marvel. That's the yeah. uh, Russo brothers, right? Yep. yep. Kevin Feige, that's yeah. it. Kevin John Feige. Favreau. Yeah. Okay. John Favreau. So if you were gonna, if if you had, if Kevin Feige came up to you and was like, "Listen, I'm gonna need you to do A, B, C, or D," wouldn't you of kill course. yourself to be a part of that? Of course, I would get his coffee so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Quick fire, quick back. Let's go. In 2014, the Sherman Brothers, alongside their father, Al Sherman, were the subjects of a London musical concert entitled A Spoonful of Sherman, hosted by Robert's son, Robert J. Sherman. The Sherman Brothers' first Disney office was the 3C11 in the animation building. In 2010, they were presented with a specialized window on Main Street USA in Disneyland. 
The Sherman Brothers wrote 14 theme park songs, six stage musicals, seven motion picture screenplays, and 28 movie scores. In 2009, Disney released a 59-track, two-CD album of the Sherman Brothers' work for the studio entitled The Sherman Brothers' Songbook. Early in their Disney careers, Walt convinced them to go by Robert and Richard instead of Dick and Bob. 2005, the Sherman Brothers were inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. On November 17, 2008, Robert and Richard Sherman were awarded the National Medal of Arts at the White House by President George W. Bush. We here at DizHiz think Robert and Richard Sherman are Disney legends and songwriting royalty. The Sherman Brothers wrote countless numbers of hits and will forever be immortalized. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyCinda.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's three cheeky chicks at magicallyhacenta.com. Promo code DizHiz20. That's three cheeky chicks at magicallyhacenta.com. It's a wonderful day at the Disney parks, a wonderful day at the parks. I want to share my, I want to share my, I want to share my memories. Memories? You guys got any memories of the Sherman Brothers? I do. Okay. I didn't know it was a memory of the Sherman Brothers until I found out they wrote the song. But growing up, Jungle Book was like one of my favorite movies. And um, it's a really bad memory because it was just me watching Jungle Book when I was little. But it was cool. It was cool finding out all the songs that they um, that they wrote. And I think we can all attribute the Sherman Brothers to all of our childhoods because those are all the movies that we watched growing up, which is kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Alex? You got any memories? Nope, he took mine. <laughs> did you want to play a memory about the PTSD song? PTSD that I get from it's a small world. Did you did you did you want to play a memory? See, that's my memory though. That's like a good memory. I love Small World, right? I love Carousel Progress. I love seeing the Sherman Brothers and watching that that silly little video outside Carousel Progress. Whenever I go to Small World, I think of the Sherman Brothers because we have a book, a Small World Sherman Brothers, right? Um, and. We know we have like a CD and I love, I love those things. Like those are like, uh, those are some of my favorite rides because I have such good memories with them. Like going on with my grandfather, going on with my son. Um, so they, that's what I think when, when I hear Sherman brothers, that's what I think of. I think of small world and I think carousel progress. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one you, of the main oh. questions they ask Joe when, when someone's a suspect of a, of a crime <laughs> is if they enjoy, it's a small world. So I don't know if we would, uh, I don't know if we should keep that. Listen, in. That's pre-crime. Listen, by the time like I go through Small World, I get on the ride, right? I get on the attraction. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I, you know, I think about my grandfather. I think about my son. And about probably about 75% of the way through, I'm like, oh, I'm like, let's just get this over with. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Jen? I, I mean, I don't have any specific memory tied to them other than you guys all know that I love Mary Poppins and yeah. the music from it. So, I mean, that would be where I would associate them the most. 
not that I necessarily, you know, sing a Mary Poppins song and think about the Sherman brothers, but I mean, I guess maybe I will now. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it took so long to get them inducted into the Hall of Fame? Paperwork? Uh Uh-huh. A lot of red tape. (laughs) (laughs) Do you need to go on a trip? Do you hate the hassle of organizing a vacation? Well, say Hakuna Matata and call Matthew over at Travel by Chewy. He is an expert who can arrange itineraries from a relaxing Hawaiian getaway to an exciting theme park adventure. The best part is his services are free. Call him at 507-261-9773. That was 507-261-9773. And just let him know Diz has sent you. This is this is review. Review. Uh, D plus review is going to be Goofy Movie. And we have Dane from Big Beautiful Disney here on the show with us. How are you doing today, Dane? I'm doing good. How about, how about you guys? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. And the reason why we have, uh, you know, you really wanted to come on for this segment is because your favorite movie is Goofy Movie, right? Goofy Movie. Yeah. It gave me an excuse to watch it again. And no, I don't have to like when my parents come down the stairs, they're like, why are you watching this? I actually have a reason now. So that was that was really cool this time. How many times did you say you watched it? In my lifetime? Yeah. Probably 50 to 70 times. That's not too bad. So that's a large range. What's not too bad? So many to- I mean, that's how many times Joe watches a movie in the first three months of it release. That's so true. That's, that's pretty, it's pretty moderate. I do like to watch movies a lot. Like Jungle Cruise came out or whatever. I watched like three times in like you know, a weekend. Um, that's all right, though. I mean, then after, I haven't watched it since, though. But Goofy, a movie. Uh, yeah, we did do a Goofy movie movie, didn't we? The episode. We did. Yep, mm-hmm. episode yeah. 64. Yeah. Thank you, Adam. And uh, uh, so, come on, Dane. You watched it again, and I know you probably taken like a bunch of notes on it. Or I, I, I no, I don't have notes because I have the movie burned in my memory, and it's there forever. So, yeah, I, I, there's so much I love about a goofy movie. It, it it's it's just so it, it's it's just so great. I have so many memories attached to it. You know, mm-hmm. I was I think I I think I said this on um virtual spotlight i'm not sure but when i first saw it and i have the v like the exact vhs over there um i used to watch it at my aunt's house and i just loved it and then a couple years ago i rediscovered it so it's just like i have such good memories with it it's such a good movie it, it, it like it, it like grows with you like when you're younger you're yeah. like come on goofy like, like let let max go to the go to the concert with roxanne like like come on now why, why aren't you and then when you're older you're like come on max like yeah. why don't you go with goofy fishing like if you really think about it like it actually the movie grows with you yeah that's very true it's a very good point yeah especially you know where are you at in that though dane you're like in the middle so are you on max's side or are you on the dad's side oh i'm uh yeah kind of in the middle because I, I guess I am Max's age, but yeah, yeah, kind of in the middle because, you know, Max should be spending time with his parents, but also, you know, he should go to the, the party with Roxanne because he needs to have a social life at some point. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, it, I mean, Goofy kind of did screw that up because in Extremely Goofy Movie, Roxanne isn't in it, so that didn't <laughs> work out. <laughs> it's probably Goofy's fault. <laughs> but, 
Disney just didn't sell enough Roxanne merch, so they, they nixed her. Yeah. And you're out of here. <laughs> I think Extremely well, Goofy Movie is better than Goofy Movie, actually. Okay, but, somebody get no. Alex out of here, please. Yeah, I know, man. But we talked about this. It's because Goofy Movie was too young for you. I mean, <laughs> Goofy right? Movie came first. Yeah, That's yeah. why it's better. So he yeah. grew up with... Uh, I grew, I've seen Extremely Goofy exactly. Movie way more than Goofy Movie. See, I didn't, watch, sure. I didn't watch the second one as much as I did the first one. <laughs> I've probably only seen the second one like two times. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even joking. Like, I, I don't like the second one at all. But I agree with Dane, you know, love Goofy movie. I think it's a great movie. I love that Dane brought up how it kind of grows with you. Because growing up, you're like, you know, you're like the Ma you as a kid, you feel like the Max character and Goofy's goofy. And he's, you know, sometimes you just want to be away from your parents and you want to go out and be independent on your own. But as you grow up, you know, you kind of understand where Goofy's coming from. Like you want to spend time with your kids. You love your kids, right? And you want to see them succeed. And you know that they're growing older. And you want to be part of their lives and you try to do everything you can to kind of make that not happen, even though you know it's going to happen, which really, why do you think we're doing that? <laughs> yeah, Joe, get ready. I, no, don't talk to me, Dane. Don't talk to me about that. <laughs> I do. And I already get sad about it now, even though my son's like just turning eight. You know, my my wife is even more like, oh, he can go off and do whatever he wants. I'm like, he'll live nearby. He'll live close by. But I'm from like a close like Italian family, you know um joe but, hypothetically asks his son every night because i hear it it's weird i don't get it he goes he goes uh nick hypothetically speaking when you're around 16 17 18 years old would you rather go to a dance or go fishing with your pop because what pop? are you talking about that say pop yeah, it's just pop it's really weird i always wondered why uh joe kept trying to force nick into liking fishing and now i understand after watching the, oh, the, goofy, the goofy. yeah it's the he's playing the long game yeah, oh yeah that's smart i i respect the movie that's my favorite part of the movie too is when they that's when they run into bigfoot the perfect yeah. cast yeah the perfect cast that's funny. <laughs> the perfect cast yeah uh jen what do you think of goofy movie well oh i love the goofy movie you know that i mean that's one of those ones i remember watching that with my daughter when she was little and she used to sing the song so loud so that movie always has a special place in my heart and i think that you know for being a not a blockbuster movie it's actually really good so yeah yeah and chris how about you i just i i honestly haven't watched the movie since i was little but uh, like growing up i watched it a few times me and my sister loved that movie and let's talk about powerline right goofy movie people are saying that that song is was good enough to not be associated with it, it could have been like top you know in the top hit um billboard hits or whatever like that it didn't have to be in a movie that song was good enough just to be on its own and be popular which one the, two. the, the, the one what's the, what's the one at the end where they all dance to that's eye to eye, right? Eye to yeah, eye. eye to eye. I'm, I'm, it's that one right there, right? Eye I mean, both could because they don't really have like. Do you guys see that? You know, rock and roller coaster. The guitar is going down, right? No. Oh, they're redoing something. It's with not. The no, it's not going down. It's getting refurbished. It is getting refurbished. That was a left turn. Uh, well, I was gonna say, <laughs> Powerline. People were saying Powerline was gonna go in there. It's too not. old of a movie. Are you? It was a rumor. It was a rumor. Are you on everything? the Goofy Movie side of TikTok? Because it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> and the, what? Goofy Movie side of TikTok? What do you mean? Yeah. You it's, haven't seen any TikToks, Goofy Movie TikToks? I have. I have. Funny. I have. Yeah. I've seen the ones where people do like the full paralympic dance and stuff like that. Ever. I am going to do a thing where if we get to 10,000 follows on Instagram, I will ride Rock and Roller Coaster and film it the whole time. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week, we have a weekly movie club, where between October 11th and October 17th, 
we'll be featuring the movie Hocus Pocus. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms with new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Niels wants to know... Hey, this is Niels from at Capturing Disney Parks on Instagram. Here's a new question for you guys. If Walt Disney World would build a new hotel resort, what theme would you like it to have? Let's go. Yeah, man. We just we were talking about this in chat, really. Do you guys want to hear my answer? Yeah. Okay. Hear it. it would be a Disney character resort. That's what I want. This full Disney character, almost like... They have it. Like Art of Animation? Yeah. It's no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's or like or like contemporary no, post no. Incredibles rooms. No, it's going to be more like a Toontown. Okay. So it's like Toontown. Art of animation is like Disney movie, I would say, more theme. And it's like, you know, focused on animation movies, right? Joe, your resort is Disney movie feet. What? <laughs> D- Disney movie feet? What? Theme. Theme. Oh, theme. No, <laughs> man. I want to be Disney characters. Disney characters. I want a whole resort after Mickey. A whole res- do they? I mean, art of animation. Does it have Mickey? Does it have Minnie? Does it have Goofy? I mean, I'm sure it does a little bit, whatever. But I want, car- I want like a resort totally themed after characters. And not only that, this is my resort. You guys cannot go ahead and, and give me a hard time. But this is what I want, okay? Because they don't have a resort. You're, 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 Joe, you're just describing a resort that already exists. No, that's not true. Because they don't have. I want. I want Mickey rooms. I want mini rooms. Okay, pop, I want Pluto um, rooms. Where is that? Hold on. Where is that? I um, want uh, uh, pop century rooms. rooms. Have no, that. No, I don't. Okay, so that's mine. Go ahead, Chris. What about yours? What would your resort have to be? I don't think there's enough um, home on the range representation in Disney. <laughs> I think home on the range. No, I honestly, I don't know if somebody said this before, but it's it's my favorite ride, uh, the Hollywood Hotel. I think that'd be such a cool um, theme. Uh, because I think the elevator rides at the top would be a lot of fun because you'd never making know. Making Scott very happy. And um, I don't know. I just thought it, it, they should. I don't. I guess I do know why because it's a it's a full ride. But if they were to actually put hotel rooms in the Hollywood Hotel, oh yeah, uh, people would stay. Like, yeah, it's stupid. It's all just shafts and elevators, and I guess that's why they don't do it. But yes, Hollywood, Hol- whatever it's called, the Hollywood what hotel? The Hollywood Tower Hotel. Tower Hotel. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. And yeah, uh, yeah. That'd be really cool. People okay. would stay there too. I think for sure. Would. I think I would stay there. How about you, Dane? Um, wasn't really prepared for this question because I didn't talk no, to you guys. We're never prepared. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, true. That's, that's the thing. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't talk about it before. Um, like in the chat. Me either. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, we, we we can come back to you and get Jen and Alex first. And yeah, you, okay. yeah. Like, let me let well, me give I me have some one, time. I have one. Okay, go ahead, Jen. Obvious haunted mansion. <clears throat> Oh, yes. That would be a good one. Say it one more time. Or you can, I mean, you could even, if you wanted to maybe not have just that particular, you know, to focus in on that, what if you had a semi-immersive experience on some of these really popular iconic rides where you had, you know, or you had, you know, Haunted Mansion themed one, and then you had maybe like Jungle Creek 
cruise themed area, you know, kind of like art of animation is, you know, but mm. different wings, obviously mm-hmm. it'd have to be a smaller hotel. Um, I would put it in between not quite as immersive as let's say, um, you know, the, the star Wars hotel is going to be, and forgive mm-hmm. me, I'm terrible. I should know the name of that. Galactic um, star. Cruiser. Thank you. Um, I do think I would, I would f- put my focus on a haunted mansion themed kind of personally. Yeah. I think that's good. Uh, just real quick. The more that I think about it, my idea was probably the worst idea ever because the Hollywood tower hotel is literally just a hotel. There is no theming. It's just a hotel. I think I came up with the most boring classic. answer possible. Yeah, but, it is classic. Yeah, but it would be after the lightning strike, would it? I guess. But you could come in under budget. That's true. That's true. Maybe this was the smartest idea. Yeah. Just put the sign up and then it's themed already. Cut corners. Put it over the contemporary. Rethemed yeah. instantly. <laughs> Add some cobwebs. <laughs> That's it. Never dust. Never vacuum. <laughs> no okay. need for housekeeping. How about yeah. you, Alec? Uh, Monsters, Inc. You have to laugh in order to power your room. Oh, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> so it's like an interactive hotel. Yes. That's like kind of that. cool. Okay. If you get on the elevator, you better start laughing. <laughs> or turn into the Hollywood Hotel, right? Hollywood Tower of Terror. Okay. And Dane, how about you? I still have no idea. I really want to say Legendary Years Resort, but it's never oh. building. You just stay in a you you just stay in an abandoned hotel. But but I, I don't I don't think that would be a popular answer. I think a 50th anniversary hotel would be really cool. And like all of the there's like different sections of of the hotel that are different um like eras of disney so you have like 70s disney where it's just magic kingdom and then you have like 80s epcot and then like 90 or 80s epcot slash hollywood studios Mm -hmm. and then 90s animal kingdom and then present i think that would be really cool they could have mega easter eggs in there (laughs) yeah for sure okay yeah want to hear niels's alex oh yes I would love to see Pandora extend with a resort, a bit like the Star Wars Hotel, where you will be totally immersed into a story, and with exclusive access to the land and the rides before opening or after closing time. They can build forward onto the Satuli Canteen menu for quick service options in the hotel, and also add exclusive Navi meeting grades to the resort. And how about a pool under floating mountains with waterfalls? I would love that. Talking about the Navi, do you know why they always find their way back home? They have navigation systems. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs> navigation systems. You get it, Alex? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I think they need I... to hire him. Who? Disney? Yeah. He he comes up with like the legit like who would think of that other than Niels? Like that was an amazing answer. Yeah, yeah. Really it was. I thought it was a good that answer good too. Answer. And he, I mean he's he Disney is I wouldn't they're not hiring him, but Disney he's going to the shipyard over I think yeah. where's the shipyard over, uh Jen, for the wonder, the the cruise shipyard. Oh, the wish? Yeah. Like he's going to the shipyard Ooh. over in Europe somewhere. Yeah. And he buy me something. He's been in some really cool events. If you can follow him at Capturing Disney Parks on Instagram, he has just posted a whole bunch of really super awesome pictures of him at the Marvel Hotel. And they had like themed drinks and they have like a um area where you can go through and take a whole bunch of pictures of like Marvel. Like there's one it looks like he's like flying like Captain Marvel over Earth and there's a whole bunch of cool pictures that he um what is it called? Like a photo gallery. There's something there's something collage. I don't know. But they have like a cool area we can go in the hotel <laughs> and there's like a whole bunch of cool pictures. Um oh I think but I think that'll be awesome because I think people don't give um Avatar enough credit, right? I yes. know there's a whole bunch of movies coming out. There's like what three or four. I think it's gonna be 
popular here in the next like ten Five. years, I think that's it's going to be like Star Wars is going to be Avatar. Um, yeah. Just to confirm, Joe, you don't think that the number one movie in box office history gets enough credit? <laughs> is it really? I don't think it does. It when people think about it, people are like, they re- they re-released it yeah, to rebeat. Like, yeah, in like China or something. Yeah. Yeah, but whenever people are like, somewhere okay, overseas, let's go to Pandora. Let's go to Animal Kingdom. You know, they are like, why? I, is that I like how like, Pandora is like one of the most celebrated lands in all of Walt Disney World, and it just ignores that. That's not for some true. reason. It's be Star Wars. No, man, I definitely but... know what you mean. I do feel I don't. I don't give Pandora credit because I don't really like the movie that much. The land is beautiful and everything, but it's like you know. When's the last not, time you watched Star it? Though? Wars. When's the last time you watched it? Right before I went. No, actually, <laughs> when Disney Plus when Disney Plus came out was the first time I ever watched it. I liked it. Yeah. I like. Uh, it was I, good. Yeah, I yeah. think it's good. I watched it again, rewatched it, you know, for like D plus, um, and I for the D plus like review or whatever, and I liked it. I really, I really enjoyed it. And I can see how it's good. I can't I, wait for the other movies, and I, it made me enjoy the land even more. Adam yeah, called it Pocahontas okay. in space because it is <laughs> the live action Pocahontas reboot. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. What did you do in the world of Disney slash news, Chris? Oh, it's embarrassing. <laughs> so I was really hungry after I got off work today and I went to Wawa. Well, the Wawa was just robbed, so I couldn't get in. So in the same parking lot, I went to McDonald's and it wasn't super hungry. I went to, well, I was going to get a salad at Wawa. When you go to McDonald's, you can't get a salad. It's against my code. So instead I got a, a happy meal and I got one of those Disney toys oh, cool. that, yeah. And it's, um, it's a it's a McDonald's toy. Did you uh, spend seventy five dollars on it like me? I spent seven dollars and felt bad. I um, it, it's Pumbaa and it's definitely it's definitely a toy for McDonald's. And yeah. I will be um probably giving it to Emily Deeds, one of her students. But it's cool. No. The, the thing I do like about it is the background of yes. the uh of the figure is holographic, which is kind of cool. Yeah, unless Alex, cool. unless your your kids need Pumbaa. Uh, we don't. Have, we got we got two of the same. You do? Yeah, we got two Simbas. Which one did you get? Two Simbas. Uh huh. Maybe I'll send Pumbaa down your way. Pumbaa was kind of like I was. I was. I was happy it wasn't someone random. Like um, I don't know, <laughs> like Timothy B. Mouse, because I, I got him when I went. Don't know what he's that the, is. He's the mouse. He's the mouse in Dumbo. <laughs> he's, a, he's a park icon. Whenever I, I rarely go to McDonald's, but whenever I do go to McDonald's and I try to like, I only usually try to go to McDonald's is when they're giving away something special, right? Like something Disney. Yeah. Uh-huh. And every time I go there, like I go through the drive-through. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get these happy meals. So I can get the toys, right? Yeah. They never have the toils, toys. And I order the food and I don't even want the food. I just want the toys, like the Disney toys, so I can put them here in the studio, you know? Right. But they never have it. And you just drive away. Yeah, yeah. I'm like this. I go in there, I put it all the way. I'm like, do you guys have the Disney toys? And they're like, I no. And I just drive away. I went the first day that the 50th anniversary toys were out and they gave me a runaway toy. I was so disappointed because not only do I have all the runaway toys, I just want a 50th toy. Is it not that I don't I don't care if you don't stock up on them, stock up on them. Yeah. They're brand new. It's yeah. first day. You're telling me you, you don't have them. Come on now. Yep. Anything else, Chris? No, no, that's it. Uh, Got to watch the season finale of What If in the next oh, 24 hours. Man. Yeah, so I'm excited Ooh, for that. I just did that. Oh, oh was it good? I, I, no, without spoilers, you, you like it. I did. I did. Okay, cool. uh, I, the, I, everything um, came together very nicely. So Awesome. Okay. How about you, Jen? What did you do in the world of Disney slash news? 
Um, I think that's it. I just, uh, what if Wednesday? So I don't know what, um, what I'm going to, what comes on Disney plus now? Usually they have a couple week break and something else comes up, right? Is there something coming? Uh, have you watched, um, Doogie, 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 uh, what's it Doogie? called? You said Doogie. 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 What is you, it? You guys watch Doogie? Doogie. Doogie Hauser. But it's not Hauser. But it's like a new one? Yes. Oh, there's a new one with a girl, oh, really? right? Yes. Hawaiian girl. With Neil Patrick Harris? No. No. No, it's no. like a new one. I have not watched that. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. Oh, I don't know. Oh, um, Scott in the chat says Hawkeye's coming up next. Oh, oh yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's very exciting. Okay. That's not no, until so Christmas, in, though, right? And Canto's. Oh, very not exciting, then. And Canto and, um, oh, my God, um, Eternals are coming out in theaters oh, cool. in November. Oh, okay. And Ron's Gone Wrong, which everybody has forgotten about, I'm pretty sure, is coming out the 22nd. Something about Ron Weasley? No, it's it's a little it's 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 about a, a robot and it's like he's malfunctioned. So he's like it, it's like one of these like Alexa things, but he's a robot. He's supposed to be like a kid's best friend, but he's like he's wrong. So hmm. he's 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 malfunctioning and stuff. He's just broken. Interesting. <laughs> like me. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I think that's it though. Okay. Um yeah, I don't think I did anything else. It was a low profile Disney week. Okay, how about you, Dane? Uh, I've been writing my map script. I'm doing oh. a video on the Magic Kingdom maps. It's a sequel to the Disneyland maps video. So I've been writing that, getting videos, the map uh, or pictures. The maps videos are really, really hard to do because you have to get how many maps, mm-hmm. and like you know, y- you have to get how many pictures of the maps and stuff like that. It's it's a long and tiring process. Also, watch Goofy movie and um, McDonald's toys. I just finished my collection that I'm going to get. And uh, I got 50th merchandise from the full collection. They, it just cool. came today. Awesome. Oh, very cool. That's cool. And then I'm going to be posting all of it on my Instagram. I have a Remy plush uh, shirt, pin, oh, I saw and that. the you magic posted. band. Was it you posted that Remy picture on your Instagram already? Yep. He's yeah, right cool. over there. Okay. hanging out. How about you, Alex? What'd you do? I had one thing I did in Disney, um, which I didn't think was Disney when we watched it. We watched My Neighbor Totoro. Yeah. Which is a Japanese animation movie. Mm-hmm. And it is actually Disney because it was re-released dubbed by Walt Disney Home Entertainment in 2006. Okay. And the uh, dubbing like was uh, Dakota Fanning. And- Where was it on, uh, Alex? It was on HBO. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if it was on Disney+, Plus, I probably would have made a very good indication that it was a Disney movie. Right. No, it wasn't, just, on, Dis- I, it wasn't I, on Disney. I, I understand. No, D+. Plus. <laughs> but when we watched it, the opening credits said Walt Disney. We're like, what? Oh, that's cool. So we looked into it, and uh, I never saw it. It was a pretty good movie. So you accidentally did something in Disney this week. We're that's proud right. Of you. It was an accident. When you, when you <laughs> said it was dubbed by Walt Disney uh, Entertainment, I thought you were going to say it was dubbed by Walt Disney. I was like, I do, what? I need, yeah. I need to watch this movie immediately. Like, <laughs> the anime, anime dubbed by Walt Disney, that sounds like an experience right there. It was good. I liked it. Okay, so let's see what I did this week. Uh, watch Goofy movie. Um, Next week, donated because you know, for the months of um, August and September, we donated the Patreon, new Patreons to Give Kids the World. So we made a donation to Give Kids the World. Uh, next week, we're actually going to have Steve from um, um, Scott over at the No New Friends podcast. Um, Chris is also on that show, but his friend is Steve over at Give Kids the World, and he's the um, vice president of advancement, I believe. Hopefully, I, I got, got that right. He was actually in Barcelona this past week doing an event out there for Give Kids the World. And he's going to start coming on our show here once a month to kind of give a up, some updates on 
what's going on at Give Kids a World because they always have cool events going on out there, you know, yeah. to kind of help families. Um, so he's going to be coming on once a month to do like a Give Kids a World update. So he's going to be coming on next week. Also, after next week, we are going to have Equity Ben on our show. Yes. So Equity Ben, you know, he's the... Um, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, was at Frozen Sing Along. He has written a children's um, children's book. Uh, you can find them on Equity. You can search Equity Ben, I think, on Instagram. He's a comedian. Super funny. He's going to be on our show here in a couple of weeks. Uh, so I've been kind of talking with him. Also, you know, we have some new Patreons. Thank you guys for supporting our show, all of our Patreons. It means a lot. You keep the show going. You know, you keep the website going. You keep us, um, you know, just everything that we do for the show, you guys keep it going. So, you know, thank you guys so much for supporting us. Um, we have Adam and um, Kim Bray also joined us as Patreon. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for that. And watch Turner and Hooch. It's almost done. Still, my family won't watch it with me, but yeah. I do love Turner and Hooch. I think it's a great show. Scott's probably going to make fun of me in chat saying that. That you know, because it's a set. I mean, the original movie's sad. You know, turn uh, yes. dies. You know, right? But whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, Sorry whoa, for the spoilers. Whoa, whoa. See, see, Scott's talking trash in chat already. But I love the TV show. I think it's it's a great show. I can't wait to watch Doogie Howser now. Yeah, That's it's good. Me. Yeah. Hey, Dane. Uh, thanks for joining us. You know, for the last couple of segments of the show. Uh, where can you find yeah, you course. on social media? Uh, at Dolip71 on Twitter, Big Beautiful Diz on Instagram, and uh, YouTube.com slash C slash Big Beautiful Disney on uh, YouTube. Awesome. Oh, also, I wanted to I wanted to tell you guys this. Uh, when, when I was watching the Goofy movie, I got curious to see if I could, how many um, formats of, how many formats the Goofy movie is on. So I was like, huh, is it possible to get every format of the Goofy movie? So I have the VHS. I have the DVD. I was curious if it was on Laserdisc. Okay. And it is. Did you get it? No, because it's $60 on eBay. Dude, you you bought $75 for the toys. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about it. It's on. It's in my watch list. I'm like, <laughs> it's sixty dollars. It's a laser disc of Goofy movie. I mean, how can I not buy it? So it, probably <laughs> soon. Do you have a laser, or not laser probably disc soon? Soon. Do you have a laser disc player? No. That was my question. No, I do have a VHS tape. That's how I watched the Goofy movie. I didn't oh, watch it. That's on, so cool. On, that's pretty uh, cool. That's the His on the Sherman Brothers. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis.